Welcome to another episode of Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice box. Old boy. We're finally to the point of zero pushback on the name, I feel like. I know. It's full. I bet it's changed in your phone now. See, I think I've decided that from now on, I'm just going to accept it. And that is my gift to our listenership. So we're just going to, okay, that's that's a good gift. So we can just kind of roll into the episode without having any... Like Juicebox says, push back in the beginning. <laughs> Any more discussion about it? Yeah. Just done? I think I'm done. Okay. Well, you didn't win, but I'm done. Ah, uh, okay. Which brings me to another point. This week on uh, Raising Nashville, we decided to let old boy, yeah, I'll say it, old boy, pick a topic, and he went down a very, very dark road. Well, that's uh, definitely a matter of perspective, so it's interesting you chose that. Okay. Yeah, I think that says something about you. So, so, so yeah, go ahead and introduce what you decided to, to cover this week in Raising Nashville. So this week, we're covering the controversial subject of gene editing yo child. I call it the sp- Splice of Life episode. <laughs> the Splice of Life. <laughs> yep. Splice of Life. And uh, for those of you who do not know what gene editing is, I'll give you a quick def. It, I can it, go ahead and say it's not cloning. It is. It's not cloning. You're right. It's not cloning, but it's close. When you first brought this this topic to us, I thought the first thing I thought in my head Wranglers, was cloning. No, Wranglers. It was not jeans. <laughs> it was Wranglers, I bet. You were thinking skinny jeans. I've noticed you've converted, by the way. I like a tighter fit jean. Yep. You've gone millennial. I can't even look at you you've in the gone, face. You've gone millennial, dude. You've we gone should hipster. do this in separate rooms. No, I've tried. <laughs> uh, let me let me give a quick... All right, go ahead. You were saying... You, are, no. What about gene editing? You want me to jump in there? Yeah, go I ahead. I want to give everybody a quick definition of what gene editing is, and this is per Google, not Merriam-Webster. Gene editing is the manipulation of the genetic material of a living organism by deleting, replacing, or inserting a DNA sequence, typically with the aim of improving a crop or farmed animal or correcting a genetic disorder. You lost me halfway through that. Uh, I didn't understand a single thing you said. Let me break it down for you. So I think what it is, so you have an organism, right? And what they go in and you have a, a sequence of DNA and imagine them as like light switches and they go in and they turn off the light switch. But that light switch might be for susceptibility to melanoma or okay. gluten allergies or something. Sure. So what they're doing is they're going in and trying to modify genetics so that embryos, when they when it turns into a, an actual person, will be Superman, <laughs> basically. So there is somebody out there that is currently gene editing children or babies. Correct. So I've got a quick question. Mm-hmm. When does this happen? Are they... F- Gene editing an embryo. Embryo. Okay, so it's like you embryonic state. Yeah. So, so a female would donate their egg or something like that, and then they would do the editing on that egg and then place it back in her in her womb. Correct. Well, yeah, it's a lot of science just to uh, right. Yeah, get started. Do you know what an embryo is? <laughs> I, I've got an idea. What's your idea? <laughs> You want me to ask Google? I've seen Look Who's Talking plenty of times. It's in the opening sequence. 
It is what the sperm swims through and enters. What a great and what a great analogy. The look who's talking. That's perfect. Right. Actually. Yeah. I think all three of them. Right? Look who's talking did a lot for me as a child. Wow, we should cover. I, look who's yeah, talking. We should on on an episode. I don't think anybody under the age of thirty has seen "Look Who's Talking" movies. No, no, no. I'm just thinking about what if my daughter watched it and then we had her talk about it. What if she'd even get it? Uh, she'd probably hate it, actually. Okay, so back to it. If they take this egg out and they gene edit it and mm-hmm. place it back in, it still is uh, sperm. Still enters this egg. Right, right, right. And that has a lot to do with your DNA, does it not? Right. I don't know if it's an already fertilized embryo or if it's unfertilized. I, I'll be honest. I don't. It seems like know. it would have to be, right? Right. Because it's already. It, sure. Because you have all the pieces together to create a child. Right. I so think this is a there. child they're removing from someone's body. They're editing it and placing it back in to grow. Right. Which right. is weird. Right. So, But from what I understand, there's only one rogue scientist out here currently doing this. Correct. But it could be the future. It's going to be the future. Really? Because last time I checked, and to go back to what I said in the beginning, this reminded me of cloning, which still really hasn't happened. It it happens in crops. They do clone. Cloning is real, and it's it's probably made leaps and bounds. I bet it's done in secret. But That's what I was going to say. I feel like it probably could have been done by now, but I think there's like the whole ethical dilemma of it that's kind of stopping the progress on that, which I I guess is a good thing. But they're also cloning organs. Yeah, there's got to be, you know, black market people out there in, you know, way, way back rooms in warehouses that are that are going through this right now that are trying this. Right. Cloning. Yeah, cloning. Which was big in when? 1992 is when that was like a big issue. Huge cloning. Huge issue, right? (laughs) 92. Yeah, and then Star Wars named a movie after it. Mm, The Clone Wars, yeah. To try to bring it back. Yeah, and that was more like... Attack of the Clone. Is it Attack of the Clone? But yeah, but that Clone War happened, you know... I completely understand. I'm just saying it hasn't happened yet. A long time ago in a galaxy. So currently out there, there is one rogue scientist that is claiming that he can gene edit children. Not that he can, that he has. And but this, a, this story kind of broke at the end of last year in 2018. Right. So this is really fresh for, you know, those of you out there that aren't familiar with this. So late 2018, uh, Chinese scientists claimed that he is gene edited child to prevent them from being infected with HIV. To, to go a little further, the mother is HIV negative, the father is HIV positive, and a lot of scientists say, "Well, the children wouldn't be wouldn't be infected with HIV anyway." But he's claiming that he's going in gene edited their DNA, their twin girls, and to prevent them from becoming HIV positive. Now it's a claim because nobody can really back it up. I mean, this guy, hey, I'm going to say his name is Hey, Doctor Doctor Hey. He's Chinese, so now I'm going to have to endure that the rest of the episode. Uh, yes. Okay. So, have these twin girls been born yet? They are, and and supposedly he has gene edited another lady's child who's currently pregnant. Hmm. Uh, when I when I picture what you guys are talking about and somebody trying to play the God role in this, right? And so far, you haven't really shown me or told me anything else other than the fact that he took 
these babies from these two people who were both HIV positive. No, the, the mother's not. The dad oh, is. Sorry. One of them has HIV. Uh-huh. And he went into this egg and removed the HIV. Right. Turned off the light switch for HIV. So they should naturally be resistant to HIV. Okay. Is the is the gen, is the thing. But you also said there's a good percentage that that child was not going to get HIV anyway. But and but there's there's also the fact that it will take a while after birth to show effects from being HIV positive, right? So right. the first thing now that I think of is this guy is duping these people and the world. Could be. Um, however, it's illegal. It, it, this is kind of interesting. So it's, it is illegal. It's illegal in China also. To gene so, edit. To gene edit. To play it, God. To play God. Should be. Okay. We'll get to that. So he is, he's made claims among his peers in, in, a, in the scientific community saying, I've done this. And it was successful. And he's saying why it's beneficial. So that's a huge risk because, I mean, it's now prison time for him. So... He came out to make the claim. Doesn't mean it's so. Still he's a being claim. a martyr for science, supposedly. But we all, I think, we all know this will be the future. For I his. don't know that. I disagree with you. I do not think this is the future. As it's, cloning still hasn't happened, neither have f- hoverboards. But it is cloning is happening. <laughs> I'm just saying hoverboards are real too. They are, are you, not real. Get out. Hoverboards were invented in 1985, but they just wouldn't release them to the public because there was too many uh, injuries. And That's here right. we are, 30-something years later. Right. No hoverboards, no clones of sheep or humans, and now one guy has started gene editing. We won't see this in our lifetime, but it's scary. It's. I think it's already it, It's. It's upon us. Now, I think the really scary thing is if this is, in fact, going on in some rogue lab somewhere— we wouldn't know. I mean, they could be gene splicing kids. Super soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Captain America. They're making Captain America right now. By turning on and off light switches. Now, here's the other thing. Here's the dangerous part about it and why it's still in its in its infancy, if you will, no pun intended, sure. is because when you turn off a light switch in this scenario, so you turn off a light switch to make you HIV resistant what happens is another light switch may get turned on that makes you more susceptible to some other disease or more more prevalent to to get cancer. In a lighter note, well, I'm just saying. So it's all I have in my head is is cartoons running around this big old house, turning off light switches, and another light front turns on in another room, on. and yeah. you run to that other room and turn it off, and it's just an endless battle of frustration. So that's, you're saying that I, my kid, if I, if I wanted to engage in this and I wanted to fly to China and I wanted to say, hey, doctor, hey, <laughs> I want my next child. Yes, I have buddy. two. They both. Uh, Let's role play. They ended up OK. OK, I have two. Okay. This next one, I really want to make sure she let's call her she because well, I have two you, boys. We can make that happen. OK, so I'm role play. I'm Dr. Hey. <laughs> I don't want to roll. Yes, Bucky, I can make you have a girl. Okay. I'll go in there and genetically turn off the male switch. No, <laughs> no penis. Okay. So she, she's going to, it's going to be a she. Yes. If you turn off the male switch, it's off. But if you turn that switch off, uh-huh. what other switch do you think is going to come on? Uh, well, there's a good chance she'll be bald. <laughs> so, and uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, there's like, you I know, mean, it's a payoff, but I mean, you can like fully bald or can she go patchy, very patchy, patchy now, patchy. So not GI Jane. We're, we're talking less than that. Less. It's going to look like the world on her head. George Costanza. Okay. So then I say, okay, Dr. Hay. We're role playing. Just call me Dr. <laughs> hey. Okay. Dr. Hay. Just doctor's fine. So if it's going to be like that, uh, I think I want a boy after all. All right. That switches back on. Okay. Okay. So we're starting fresh. We knew it was going to be a boy. Uh, no, I wanted we, a girl. We, so we didn't, but I mean, I went, I went and made it happen. Okay. So we're having a boy mm-hmm. and I want him to not have freckles. Okay. We can do that, but he's also, there's a good chance. He's also not going to have kneecaps. <laughs> then I don't think that exists. Well, you could just play it safe, you know, like the regular way, or you, you can, I can definitely guarantee you a boy with freckles, but th- there's just a small chance that when I turn that freckle light switch off, that I'll accident, well, it'll accidentally turn off kneecaps. Okay. Ladies good and gentlemen, chance. that gives you a good example of role playing, which was not executed very well because Dr. Hay sounds like an American from the South. <laughs> I'm well-traveled, asshole. Okay, so you got in depth when we started this conversation about turning a light switch off that would be AIDS or Mm -hmm. like cancer or internal disease or melanoma or things like that. Now, are these same light switches, which we haven't done that much research, but my question would be to Dr. Hay would be, are these same light switches there for cosmetic appeal as well? Because if I'm gene editing a child, okay, right? So my life, I don't know what is going to happen to me. Neither do you two. Sure. I could get cancer of any some sort. You know, I could, you know, attract this disease or that disease or be born with it. And it's hereditary and it stays and it doesn't come out until, you know, you're older. So my question, I guess, would be if you're going to try to prevent them from something like that, but something else is going to happen, this negative effect, why would you do it in the first place? Also, All right. is there a price structure here? Can you ask Does it that cost again? a lot of money to get cancer removed and then like not so like maybe a little bit of money for no freckles? That's that's what I kind of want to talk about a little bit is is this going to be something that is only for the super rich? Initially. The way it is now, if you're well off, you can obviously pay for better medical care than people that are struggling. Sure. This sounds like uh, something Angelina Jolie would be into. Well, hold on, hold on. Just like everything, you guys have been around capitalism enough. It'll be, yes, it'll be for the ultra rich at first. And then the price of flat screen TVs get down to my price. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, all right, dude, a couple hundred bucks at Target. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be a cosmetic place in Target where I can go gene edit. But that couple hundred buck TV from Target is nowhere near as good as, you know, a $2,000 TV. True. You know, so, so it's still, you're still in the same thing. So, like, I don't know if I ever want to be a part of something that's like budget gene editing. <laughs> well, yeah. I wonder what the ripoff I think version that's, here. I think that's the channel I'll be living in. I think I think the ultra rich will have they could have purple eyeballs if they wanted to, and then us will have like five shades of blue. We get the so it'll kind of be like when you wreck your car and you need parts, you get them from other cars. And like, say I was born with four fingers and I want that fifth finger, mm-hmm. but the color of the skin just doesn't match the rest of the fingers or the hand. <laughs> like that's what they give me. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah, that's, that's budget that's, gene editing. 
And I think that's probably what will happen at some point. I believe it. It's all right. So let's, we're getting off our structure. So let's talk about the ethics of this. Do you guys think it is morally, ethically right or wrong to do this? If, if, if somebody has, uh, they, they get pregnant and they know that there's a good chance their kid's going to have Down syndrome. Sure. But gene editing, they can go in and flip a switch and, and I guess take that away. There's a chance it may cause something else to happen, but the they butterf- they so it's like a butterfly effect. Very much so. So, yeah. but would you take the risk? Is it is it right for people to do that? Is it is it wrong? Or so I don't think it is. And obviously, this rogue scientist doctor is playing God at this point. Just like that was the initial conversation when cloning first came up. You're you're playing God, right? right. You are okay. creating something that was meant to be naturally created in this mm-hmm. world. You know, some people believe in that and some people don't. But right now, there's already kind of a version of gene editing out there that is readily available because my wife and I were, we have two boys and she's not wanting a third, but if we wanted a third, I wanted, I would want a girl. And apparently there is a way that you can guarantee a gender of your child. That sounds like gene editing. It, yeah, so for about $5,000, they go in and they change some X's and some Y's around, and boom, you got a girl. I would say that's editing. So yeah, that's what we're talking about, right? They go in there and flip a couple switches, and all of a sudden you have a girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, but I don't think there are negative effects. At least there aren't any that have been reported yet. And there, and there might not be in, in something like that. A boy and a know. girl, I, a gender, I can understand. Right? That, that's got to be somewhat easy to do. But this guy is going in and like removing the fact that you're, you will no longer ever be susceptible to AIDS. Right. I mean, yeah, that's exactly it. Do you think that there was like an ethical dilemma when people were crafting vaccines for the first time. Cause I feel like this is, it's more extreme obviously, but it's still kind of a similar thing. Like we're, Mm -hmm. we're evolving the human race by eradicating these diseases through vaccines right now. But you know, if we could evolve the human race even further by eradicating cancer and AIDS or any other diseases that you're born with to, uh, more likely inherent to, yeah. diseases. Yeah. So do you guys think that there was a similar argument for vaccines or do you think people were just like, hell yeah, smallpox is the worst. Like, give me whatever to do this. Nope. I, I, I bet there wasn't much discussion. Now there I, were also how- a lot of people who died trying the, the more that they tried out right. these certain vaccines. And cause if they got it wrong, there's a good chance you die. Right. Like, I so, mean, it doesn't so work. there's an ethical dilemma in that. I think there's probably an ethical dilemma on how they tested it, but uh, doubtful. I doubtful. I bet they. I bet they just rolled with it. And so the pushback on this is more the fact that you're quote unquote playing God. I think so. I think that's what the ethical dilemma really, really comes down to. However, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be counter argument here. I think God created us to create. I mean, he gave us he gave us the the human brain to think out problems and and. We did the vaccines. We're now editing our genes. I think here's ultimately what I think on this topic, on the ethical, moral um, standing, is that every medical scientific breakthrough of mankind has a beneficial side and a and a destructive side. Every last one of them. Sure. We we made fire. It's good for cooking and keeping warm, but. It's also good for burning, motherfuckers. So, like, 
it, it's it's the same thing, and it, it all scientific breakthroughs have a good side and a bad side. Ultimately, what are people going to do? How can we turn this into a weapon? Uh, we'll make super soldiers. We'll make smarter people so we can take over other countries. But ultimately, what the the good side of it is is that yeah, we can eradicate disease. We can correct things. We can we can make ourselves better because we're. We, we have to. That's what we do. We make ourselves better and more comfortable. That's what okay, so, life is about. So I, I guess all three of us kind of, you know, agree that the ethics of this thing is wrong, but there are some positive I, effects to this. So, so You're not listening. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's ethically wrong. I guess my whole problem is the fact that it would just be able to be used by some people and not all. Because, I mean, if you think about it, let me just jump back to vaccines real quick. Like, vaccines were invented, and now, you know, besides for a small faction of seemingly crazy people, everybody gets their kids vaccinated. Like, no matter what your social status is, top to bottom, kids are getting vaccinated. So, I just feel like if gene editing is accepted, it has to be applied top to bottom, regardless of income or social status. So, available through insurance. Just sure. available to everybody, like uh, the same stuff. Like everybody gets the same measles vaccine. So sure. I think it should just be something like that. Like it has to be so you check in, even across the board. You check in with your OBGYN and they're like, oh, hey, we need to schedule your, we need to make sure you're, uh, yeah, we need to come in and turn on your switches, man, for <laughs> this and that. Um, right? That, I mean, I was essentially. in there and hit them switches. Hit yeah. them switches, man. We need to. <laughs> no. That sounded like uh, the pen from Quantum Leap. <laughs> no, not Bill Quantum. Cosby. Yeah, Bill Cosby, the pen. Can you do it again? That is exactly the pen from huh. the Bill Cosby show. I had no idea. So let's do something fun on the show then. Um, now that we've kind of, you understand the topic we're talking about. So my question to you guys is, would you gene edit a future child? Or if you could go back to the children we currently have, would you gene edit one of them? I can't wait for my kid to eventually listen to this and I talk about how I would gene edit him to be completely different. Right. I'm sorry, dude. You suck. I want to change all this stuff about you. I mean, right. my, my kid has a extremely large head and it has gotten him in trouble in the first almost two years of his life. It pulls him down. He hits, you know, he hits closets and everything else. And he can't, you know, when he does a flip, it kind of it causes the rest of the body to go over faster because it acts as this like, you know, propeller bowling ball type thing. I'm impressed your kid can do a flip. I, yeah, kinda, I am too. And I am, uh, I don't know. I, if I could go back, I might have taken his head down a little bit. But don't you think he'll probably grow into his head? Have I? I don't know how to answer that. I have an extremely large head. Give us a side profile real quick. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the first time you've looked at me. I've known you for 20 something years. In that situation, you like Gene edited him to have a smaller head, but then he has a tiny head the whole rest of his life. (laughs) And he ends up being an adult looking like that dude from Beetlejuice in the waiting room. Like... So, it, it, so you're saying right now, gene editing is only light switches. You got on or off. There's no like. It, there's it, not this wheel where you can like say, "Hey, I don't want it just to be yes or no. I want to be able to create it." So yeah. you, you want like a create a character screen from like a PlayStation game. <laughs> That's what I was gonna like, say. This or like Tiger Woods like, golf like, on like, PlayStation. <laughs> Or no, I, all I could ask for is like the computer and weird science. Like it, I, I imagine. Have you ever seen Gattaca? Uh, the movie. 
Is or, that the one with the big orgy, like in the no, Roman times? No, 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 no. No, what movie is that? Yeah. Uh, Caligula. Caligula. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like we all, Very different. It's like a rite of passage. You had to watch that. Uh, Gattaca's with Ethan Hawke and uh, Jude Law, maybe. Then, no, I have not seen it. Basically, it's terrible it's actors. These two. No, it's a good. It's a really good movie. I, I think about it a lot. There are these two brothers. One's born normal. The other one's gene edited, and he's like super, you know, like human. And okay. uh, and they're always competing. And the younger brother, who's been edited, is just superior. He's just clearly superior. They're brothers. Mm-hmm. Like the the I guess it the process came along after the first one was born. And so the parents decide to have a second kid and Gene edited this dude and he's, he's far superior. Sure. My current kid, back to your question, my current kid, I would not, if, if I had a colicky kid, I would, I would go into it and ask, cause my, my kid did not have colic and didn't cry. She was very easy. We didn't have that either. Going into it though, if we have a second child, I would ask the doctor, can you just check that colic switch? Make sure that's off. <laughs> See, we, we did have a colicky kid. I mean, for the first couple months of his life, he cried a lot. He didn't sleep very much. It was it was it was tough. It yeah. was very tough. That being said, I still don't know if I would go in and gene edit something like that because so, I feel like that's that's a small thing. You know, it's a small thing that lasts a few months, and it while it is very tough, you get past it. I think for me personally, like I wouldn't gene edit my kid. The only thing I would do is like, like we were talking about, like the bigger diseases, like, you know, if I could flip a switch and know that my kid was never going to get cancer uh, in a, in a heartbeat. Right. Yeah. And, and my daughter's got this intestinal thing. I would probably go in and remove it if I could. Sure. Cause she can't eat popcorn. Something to that effect. Right. Yeah, that it is, makes it really difficult to take her to the movies. It's got to be for the me. worst thing in the world for you. For me, yeah. Imagine her smelling popcorn. Well, she—we've built it into her head that popcorn is just terrible. So when I eat That's it, I have to act like I'm—it's really hurting me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> or you just don't eat it around her. Well, That's you, called sacrifice you, as a father. You try it. <laughs> Can Eugene edit crying? Well, that's what kind of what we were just talking about. I was, and if I could, I, I would. I was thinking about that this morning because I, you know, we put him down for a nap before I came over here today, and he's two, and it's still, we're about to enter the terrible twos. So there's a lot of crying. We've been dealing with crying for two years. So how long does this last? And if Eugene edited it out. But that's not like, what are you gene editing there? Because crying is a symptom of, you know, being hungry or upset or hurt or something like that. So what are you going to... Or acute stress. Acute stress. Mm. Can you gene edit out a a chronic and acute stress? I don't know. Then you would have just a blah. Let's role play. I'll be Dr. Hay. (laughs) I don't want to do this again. Now, yeah, so you just you're just gene editing your kid to be like the equivalent of the color beige, just very boring, yeah, a like, Stepford baby. Nothing ever happens to him. He never, you know, hurts or gets in pain or anything. But he's robot. never happy. You should have a robot instead of a baby. AI. It, I mean, wasn't that gene it's, editing? Right. You probably thought that wasn't the future either, but now it's here. It's not like here, like Will Smith, I robot here. It's, it's getting there, dude. It, I don't think so. Awesome. Now listen. 
So something that happened recently is a lady genetically does not feel pain. She's uh, she's I think an older 60 or 70 year old lady. And they just found out that she doesn't have anxiety and she doesn't feel pain. And she thought it was normal. She lived her whole life this way. And they just For found 60 out. years. Right. So now scientists have gone in. This is a big deal right now because scientists are going looking at her genetics and figuring out which light switches are off. See what I mean? So now... But you're telling telling me it took her 60 years to figure out that she doesn't feel pain? She wasn't going through things in her life where she fell off a building and... Well, I didn't say she's a superhero. I just said, I mean, you know, she. If she's 60, then she definitely got spanked growing up by something. And if she realized that she didn't feel pain, you think she was just lying to her parents? I I don't know. I don't. Maybe it was more about the the emotional toll it took on her instead of like being actual physical pain. It was spanking was effective for her because the emotional impact on it. So what parents go through. This will hurt you more than this hurts me more than it hurts you. In that case, it was true. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway it's a big deal they're finding out what light switches are off in this lady because they're gonna they're once they know the sequence they're gonna go in and start super soldiering people dude so see that's crazy to me because that's that's something in your brain right like that's some a switch that's in your brain that's not allowing your body to receive the like the pain receptors to activate or whatever so they're know. just pissing so nerves that's, so that seems like it would be different than I don't know if it's I don't know if that's what it if it's part of the nervous system or if it's actual she's she's just happens to be built that way. She's a one in a million case kind of deal, you know what I mean? I wish we had like an expert about this on here cuz I have like now a million questions. We can ask Dr. Hay. <laughs> Is he still in the room? Hold on, let me get him. Hey, what's up you guys? <laughs> Hi Dr. Hay. Hey. Did you want to talk about CRISPR? I think CRISPR is the is kind of the scientific. Uh, yeah, so they call these gene edited babies designer babies, but the more scientific term is CRISPR babies. C R S P R is that right? Yeah, C R I S P R. I don't think there's an I. There's or maybe there is an I. It, but yeah, that, that's it. I find that an interesting name for scientific. Um, what do you call that? Acronyms. Acronyms. And do you know what the entire acronym stands for? I don't even know. I could make something up. I would love for you to try. Mm. I think the first the first C would be like cryogenic. Ooh. Uh, I was I, originally I was going to say CRISPR Glovin. <laughs> I don't know. Let's edit this out. No. Let's gene edit this out. Of it. <laughs> Let's not because I think it's an interesting scientific name. CRISPR babies. Okay. It just yeah. rolls Crispers. off the tongue. You are creating crisper babies. Yeah, I got a crisper baby. They're more crisp than you are. Yeah. Okay. I because see I was you, able I to see you no. relating them to a bag of chips. <laughs> Maybe an apple. <laughs> When's the last time you ate an apple? Um. Ooh, that's a good question. I cut them up every morning for my kids. All right. So if you, all right. So I think we're winding down. We're not science people. We don't, I, I don't know if we can get too much into the science. Yeah. I feel like I could talk about the ethical debate on this like all day, but right. people pro- probably don't want to hear that. Yeah. I think, um, and I'm, I'm taking a certain Ooh, standpoint. Hold on. on. I want to be pro gene edit your children. Okay. So I, I'm not one way or another. I really don't care. I like to sit back. You're and, neutral. I, I'm neutral on a lot of things, but I did have this note that I just found oh, that cool. I that I wrote to myself that I wanted to talk to you about gene editing. Your because, journal. 
it's not a journal. I'm looking on my phone right now, but um, it, I was reading an article and it said parents who wish to enhance their offspring may be particularly risk averse when it comes to the unknown adverse consequences of gene editing. Uh, that means heritability of favorable traits may need to be very close to 100%, right? So okay. 100%, it almost has to be 100%. Favorable. Right? Yeah, favorable. 100% favorable. And it said, but a recent review summarizing 50 years of uh, heritability research showed that only a few traits and diseases had estimated heritability higher than 90%. Intelligence and high-level cognitive function was 50%. Muscle power was 70%. And temperament and personality was at 45%. So that says mm. that you really can't do what I want to do, which is genetic, the cosmetics of a child. Okay. Okay. But there's a lot of parents out there that, you know, they want NBA players. They want NFL football players. They want models. They want this and that. They don't want their kid to come out ugly. So that's what they're thinking. But that, what I just read was that that is not, we're not there yet. 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 We will be have no doubt. We will be. So right now it's everything internal. You know, if you have this disease, like, uh, for example, you know, if you have colon, all right, ulcerative colitis, we'll say that, okay. uh, you can go in and that's a, a heritable trait and mm-hmm. you can go in and you can take that out. Right. Yeah. So you can guarantee that they don't have that. Seems right. pretty easy. Sure. Yeah. I could probably do it. But then when you look at the cosmetics of someone, if you want their, if you want high cheekbones, if you don't want a turkey neck, if you don't want, you know, if you want pecs on a guy or, you know, bigger, smaller legs, that's not a thing yet. I think it will be though, because we have to compete with the robots that we're making. Okay. So you lost me. I think within 10 seconds of the start of this podcast. No, you're, you're absolutely right. That we're, it, it, It's still really early. I mean, you've got one guy who's in a secret laboratory in China who said, who's made a claim that he's done this and he's just done one thing. So I, I think it's going to be, see what happens is this guy comes out, he says he's done it. So now all these, the scientific community, people are coming out against it, but there's people that are for it and governments are thinking, uh huh. So it can be done. So now they're they're racing against each other to get it done. This it's sounds a race like to the, the next plot of Iron Man. It's um it it will be science fiction propels real life scientific movements a lot, and this is I, I promise you this is not going away. We're already doing it with crops and organs and other things. So yeah, this is this will be a thing. Do you think our government is currently? doing something like this in a secret lab somewhere like since this dude came out and said he was able to gene splice these kids they were like we can't fall behind we have to start doing this in secret also it's a race to the moon yeah i i I firmly believe it they've hired some smart people who probably don't don't question the ethics too closely they're they they probably found people that are pro for this and we've thrown money at it and we're testing it out checking it out and it's probably at where area 51 what they do is what they'll probably do is get and they'll get couples who are unaware and then they'll monitor them once they release them and back into the public that's what i would do sure so there i mean those are some pretty good thoughts on uh the topic today gene editing I've got a question for you. Okay. All right. If you could gene edit something about yourself, what would you gene edit? Is this anything or is this 
gene editing like you, it's is like it is now. Like are we talking thing, about cause? Okay, it, it can be cosmetic or it can be something else. But and you have no consequences. It won't turn something off. Your toenails won't, you know, fall out. And so this is back. just one thing. One thing. There's could, so many. For me, it's just bigger dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do we all three have the same answer? <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't. I'm completely <laughs> fine with my dick. You have so many other things you want to change. You could you couldn't even pick, could you? Uh, I I don't know. I think I would touch on the same thing that I would gene edit my child, and I would create myself a smaller head. I think I would try to make myself smarter. Is what I would do. I'd go the King Solomon yeah, route. I'd go that, the King Solomon route. Yeah, is what I would that's do. that's boring, right? I don't know. For me, serious answer, it would be eyesight because I've had to wear glasses or contacts my entire life, more or less. And it's such a hassle and it's so annoying. I would love to just not have to deal with that. True. You get LASIK. You should do LASIK. Yeah, yeah. I did it. You're always hesitant on that. I mean, another thing, in all seriousness, I'm comfortable with my head and I would gene edit my entire spine. I've had a lot of issues with that, both neck and lower back problems. So uh, I guess that, that would be a long-term type thing. Well, your spine probably needs some relief from that big head you got. Okay, so can the head the head is connected to the spine. So let's just go ahead and do the whole thing while we're at it. I think Dr. If I, Hay. I think if I could, Bucky, this is Dr. Hay. Dr. Hay, I've got some problems. <laughs> I've noticed you had trouble getting through that door, that large dome. It seems to affect my my neck and my back. It's crazy. All that space up there. Can you do something about that? I can go in and change it, or we could fill it up with some good, useful things. <laughs> that, that That's a plus. Thanks, Dr. Hay. <laughs> we should make that a segment on the podcast. Ask well, Dr. Hay. Uh, for those of you listening out there, uh, thank you for uh, supporting us these this first little bit of our run um if you are listening for the first time or you know you run into people who like podcasts be sure to suggest raising nashville podcast uh, you can find it anywhere where you can find your podcasts like we say it's the future i mean you've probably found it if you're listening to it right now <laughs> yes. so we don't really need to tell you where to find it but i just want to add if you wouldn't mind going out there and giving us a rating, that helps us become a little more visible in searches and whatnot. Sure. Um, it boosts our posts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I forget it. But if you're going to give us like a one-star rating, then, you know, just don't bother. Give us ratings whether you like it or not. If you think it's terrible, give us a terrible rating. That's true. Yeah. It'll help us improve. Also, if you have any uh, topics you want us to discuss, feel free to, to shoot us messages on any of our platforms. Right. And we will be doing this every week. We have a blast doing it. I want to give a quick shout out to Old Broad. How are you? Uh, Old Broad apparently works with Old Boy. Uh huh. And he was talking to her the other day, and apparently she likes my voice. She's the only one. So this is for you, Old Broad. We will continue to do this, and even if these guys aren't interested, I'll just do it for you. I'll hook you guys up on Facebook. There's no need for that. <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to another episode of uh, Raising Nashville. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear.
Mission.